Bruno Ricasso gazed at the husk of a once proud city. What was he thinking coming back here? He must be out of his mind. The only sound he heard was the wind and the sea and the gulls behind him and the pounding of his boots on the cobblestones. The late summer sun, while already past its peak, still shone brightly and cast sharp shadows. With a strong headwind, it had taken much longer to cross the bay than he had anticipated, and he needed to hurry. Bruno didn't want to get caught outside at dusk or dawn. He had made a point never to be out at those times, which is probably what had kept him alive this long. The pistol and baton strapped to his side were the last vestiges of uniform long abandoned. He wore sweats and had cinched his sleeves with rubber bands over his light leather gloves and tucked his pants into the boots. While chafing and hot, he much preferred being uncomfortable to risking exposure to infection. The black leather of the gun belt around his waist contrasted with the dark blue fabric underneath. Had anyone else been there to observe, they might have noticed the grey hairs beginning at his temples and shading down into his beard, uncommon for a man in his early thirties, but perhaps not so uncommon for anyone who had managed to survive the past year. Bruno paused for a moment to get his bearings, the sunken blue eyes behind his dark sunglasses surveying the scene. Ever present to the southeast, the volcano menaced the city, its grey rock slopes dark in the daylight. He stood on the long road that meandered along the seaside, concrete and stone piers stretching behind him. Vulgar graffiti decorated the facades of the long stone buildings that lined the street in front of him. A steamy breeze blew trash back and forth at his feet. The breeze carried the smell of the sea with it, but it was also tinged with a damp scent of ashes from fires that had long ago burned themselves out. The state of the city reminded him of how things have been after a garbage strike, minus the syrupy stench of rotting food. Now the public bins were filled with refuse so old, they smelled mostly of dust, not decay. Bruno peered into one of the bins. There was little point in rummaging. Anything of use had long since been scavenged. And he'd left paradise for this. But there was no point in dwelling on what he'd left behind just across the bay. Unwisely or not, he was committed. If, against all hope, what he searched for was still there, then he would find it and get out. He headed east. Whilst it wasn't the most direct route, he wanted to stay on main avenues for fear of losing himself in the warrens of streets. Cars and motorini with flat tyres were scattered here and there. He moved briskly, but stayed as close as he could to the left side of the street. Concrete barriers topped with translucent plastic screens along their lengths bordered that side, with a row of regularly planted trees behind. Beyond the trees, cranes and other construction equipment rose over an open pit. He watched for movement. Passing the half-excavated construction site, he noticed a sign on the building to his right. Centro Storico. Good. He was heading in the right direction towards the city centre. 
The street opened onto a large square with an overgrown park in the middle. As Bruno entered the square, he paused and took a wide look around. He remembered this place. It had once been lively, full of people laughing, talking, complaining. In all its long history, the city had never been this empty, this barren. He looked north and saw the trattoria, where he and his father had celebrated the good fortune of his assignment so close to his father's town. The tables and chairs that had once been arranged on the sidewalk surrounding the eatery now lay mostly upturned, like fantastic four-legged creatures dead on their backs. The long terracotta pots defining the outside dining area were filled with dry scrub weeds. He thought of the city as it had been, and continued northward.